communicating from context with clarity from context with clarity now that first piece from context some leaders communicate from context and they'll tell you how they got to their particular answer but then they don't communicate with clarity so oh here's the process that we've gone through and at the end it's when we'll see what happens and it's not clear some people communicate with clarity here's the decision we came to but there's no context the real challenge is to do both. Hey friends, welcome back to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast and another episode of our summer series. We're getting close to the end. Um, this is a good one. This is probably one of the more practical ones we're going to get into today. So Alan, what are we talking about? We are talking about communication today, but I, let me put an asterisk on it. Not like you've heard about it before. I promise you that we're not just talking about why it's important. Um, we're talking about two aspects of communication that I think are undervalued and I think are, are actually really timely right now. So let me just say communication is a timeless topic, always been important, always will be. Um, but I think it's particularly timely right now. We're going to explore two different aspects of it and leave you with two very different questions around it. So I know we hear it all the time. We hear, you know, communication is key and context is key. And I know for me, whenever I always get a bit cautious when someone throws out the word context or like in your context, or it's important to do this well in your context or, you know, and it's all under the, it's all under the bigger umbrella of communication. So why is it so vital for leaders? First of all, if you are a leader, you are a communicator. We need to start there. If you are a leader, you are a communicator. And whether we under communicate, that tells a story. If we over communicate, that tells a story. If we communicate well, then that tells a story. But regardless, if you signed up to be a leader, a person of influence, you are a communicator. It's a huge piece of who we are. It's actually to be human is to communicate and to communicate is to be human. So we've got to start there, that it is a foundational and functional piece of being leader is to communicate. Now, the question is not, are you communicating? It's, are you communicating well? And that is through email, that is through text, that is through body language, that is through our schedules, communicate something to those around us. So first of all, you are a communicator if you're a leader. We got to start there. Secondly, this is a tough time to be a human, let alone to be a leader. People are emotional. There is a lot of fear right now. There's a lot of polarization. And often the way we communicate is by either yelling at people in all caps uh, online or dropping some kind of comment uh, toward people or just not communicating at all. And so culturally, it's so interesting to watch how we've swung the pendulum in so many ways. And I just think if you want to stand out as a leader this fall, then you take your communication level up. You communicate well. And in this episode, I'm going to explain these two different pieces of that. And you talked about context. I, I think sometimes we use that as a buzzword, Jonathan, but I don't think that we can focus enough right now on context. A lot of people talk in POV right now. The point of view 
that we are thinking through is so crucial. If somebody's thinking through a point of view of somebody who has been pushed aside for the last few years and not given opportunities, or the point of view from somebody that feels like they have too many opportunities and they're overwhelmed right now and they're trying to get things off their plate, that's going to be a very different scenario to communicate from. So let me give you a mouthful right now. What we're going to be talking about in this episode, we talk about this in our effective leader cohort. I coach leaders through this one-on-one is communicating from context with clarity, from context with clarity. Now that first piece from context, some leaders communicate from context and they'll tell you how they got to their particular answer, but then they don't communicate with clarity. So, Oh, here's the process that we've gone through. And at the end, it's when we'll see what happens. And it's not clear. Some people communicate with clarity. Here's the decision we came to, but there's no context. The real challenge is to do both. I'm going to walk you through that. This whole context piece. What do I mean by that? Well, when I was in ninth grade, I struggled with math. The reality is I still struggle with math, but I had to get over algebra. And I learned from my teacher that I would get half credit if I would show my work. Showing my work looked like here is stage one, stage two, stage four, all the way through this process. And at the end of it, if I got the wrong answer, but I showed the right work, I got 50%. That is functionally how I passed algebra class that year. That leaders is many times how we pass leadership or communicating a decision, even when people don't agree with our answer. Let me just tell you, I think we owe it to people to communicate from context, whether they're going to agree or not. Sometimes we say, oh, because they're going to disagree, I'm just going to give them the quick answer or not even communicate that we have a responsibility to communicate if we are leaders. And what's interesting, Jonathan, is even when we show we show our work and it's the wrong answer, quote unquote, somebody doesn't like what we've decided on, people are far more reasonable. And so many times I think we, we just fear the results so much at the end that we don't show the context of the decision. So showing your work as a leader is vital, particularly with all the fear we have right now, the polarization coming up again on a political season. You know, I just want to leave you with this principle before we press on into a question, the more emotional decision we are communicating the more context and clarity are needed. Let me say that again. The more emotional the decision we are communicating, the more context and clarity is needed. So that first piece, from context, showing our work, I want you to think about a decision that you have already made and haven't communicated or you are about to make. I have made two hard decisions in stay forth over this last year. And both of them required lots of context to the people to know I didn't just arrive at this. I didn't just wake up today and say no more of this. We actually had to stop two things that we loved involving very important people who we love at stay forth. These are real decisions. I'm assuming you are making real decisions right now. And we're not talking about stuff that's trite. I mean, a decision that can impact your marriage, a deep friendship, decision that you have something with your team right now. So think about a decision of consequence that you are currently making or have already made, but having communicated. All right. So now that you have that in your mind, I want you to show your work. So think about this decision that you are making or have made. 
how will you communicate it from context? What I want you to do as we have a little bit of music play and as we'll kind of catch you up ahead here is to think about that decision and to actually play out the script that you are going to communicate how you got to the spot that you did in this decision-making process. Go ahead and play that through in your mind and we'll catch you up ahead. So I know this is different from most of our podcasts, but we want to make real ground on this decision and on how you're communicating that. Now that you understand the context, you didn't get there overnight. You have three, four, five, six pieces of vital information on the context of how you got there. Now we want to shift to clearly communicating the answer. Again, here's where a lot of leaders make a mistake is we share how we got there, but we don't actually share here is what we decided. That is so vital. Let me remind you, leader, you are not as clear as you think you are. None of us is. We think people can read our minds. We think by saying it once, people just have it. This is so vital and I think shows dignity to people that when we've made a decision, we really need to communicate it clearly so that people can change their lives, so that people can change their schedules, people can change their thinking about this. So now is your chance to take that decision and play it through your clear decision that you're going to communicate. So take a few minutes now and think about how you are going to clearly communicate this decision to a friend, to your spouse, to your team. This is what we have decided. Take a few minutes, think through that, how you're going to communicate it clearly and we'll catch you up ahead.
Jonathan, you've been part of a couple of these decisions and um, some that not that I've, I've done them all perfectly, but I'll just say that the easiest way to make a decision is not going through this process, but the most helpful and healthy way to a team coming to terms with these actually is. And so you've been part of these two big decisions in the process of that. And I'm growing, um, in understanding the context of why it's important. I'm understanding, um, why making a really clear decision is important. Um, what are some of the areas that we miss it on the context and the clarity of decision-making? Well, you spoke to the emotional nature of decisions earlier in the episode, and I think those play a big role in driving how we contextualize things. Like, we should never detach ourselves from the emotions. Like, I think it's very important that we feel them, we experience them, we acknowledge them, and then we say, okay, and then through those or from the side of the emotions, then you kind of zoom out and paint a clearer picture of this is the context behind what was what we're doing, where we're at, and where we're going. You know, leading to leading to a clearer picture to arrive at a better decision, and then it helps you on the communicating part. And this is the big one where I think a lot of people mess up, and I've been guilty of this in the past. A fear of over communicating and not making any sense leads us to way under communicate. Yeah. I mean, you just said it as clear as we think we are. We can always be 10% more clear, but it's important to start with the context and clearly define what's helpful, what's not helpful, what needs to be said. You're going to feel more and think that more, but what's the best of the most basic information that's going to be the most vital, the most helpful, and the most clear right now so that you can take those steps forward beyond that decision. Yeah. I love that you talked about emotion because we actually can't separate from that emotion and still be empathetic to the person that we're communicating to or the team. And I remember in in one of these big stay forth decisions that we made, it was hard and it took time. And so we talked about it in private um, as a team. And then as we communicated this to the greater team beyond that of who it will impact, I was having one-on-one conversations with people and a a couple of tips in the process are just have as many of these one-on-one as you can is the first one. Um, people don't like to hear big news for the first time in a big group. So one-on-one conversations are key. The pre-conversation I've learned to send in writing ahead of time and actually to send in writing, I need to get it in writing. So I'll actually journal it ahead of time and make sure that it makes sense. Sometimes again, I think things that make sense in my head don't make sense on paper. And then to say, here was the benchmark. We didn't hit it. Here was what we were aiming at. We weren't able to hit that. We were trying to make this work for X amount of time and we didn't. And, um, as I'm saying this, you're thinking that sounds exhausting. It is like 100%. This is the hardest way to communicate or or maybe just the most tiring way. The easiest way would just be send an email and this has been made, but friends that doesn't involve dignity. They don't have time to prepare for that. No conversation can be had in the meantime. And it's just not really not fair to people to just give them this kind of decision. Then they're very reactionary. They don't have time to process that, but to do this in waves and with clarity, it takes time to do it. It takes energy to do it. But I believe that people deserve, especially if this is a big and an emotional decision. So I've often said to people, uh, I know that this is going to hurt. 
I know that you're going to have a lot of questions at the end of this, but I just wanted to give you this. Here's what we know so far. And often if the decision's not been made yet is here's where we're at. And if these things don't happen, then this decision will need to be made. And so I don't think we can overstress this process because this is emotional. It will impact people, whether it's big or small. I believe that just as a leader, we deserve to give people the best opportunity possible to number one, know what's happening and where it's come from. And number two, know what the clear decision is. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah, and this doesn't just apply to decisions where, you know, like it's just going to hurt somebody. You could have something amazing coming down the pipeline that you're excited to tell. It's just as important to give the right context and and communicate just as clearly so that people that are receiving the information aren't misled or there's unnamed expectations and you end up in this another uncomfortable situation. So the process is the same for both. And something that's helped me is big decisions I've made. I've had the importance of community, a support group. Say, hey, I need to address this. I'm going to put it in writing. Can you take a look at this? This is is what it is, why I'm communicating it, and this is what the intended outcome is. Can you read this over and tell me if it makes sense and provide any feedback as to how this might be communicated more effectively? So having someone or a few people to go to that are in your corner that can be a support system to let them proof or lay eyes on what you're going to communicate beforehand good, bad, or indifferent, I would recommend that to everybody. That's great. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about our sabbatical coaching process and our group sabbatical coaching, which we've done one-on-one sabbatical coaching and that's continued to grow. It's about half the coaching that we do. We're actually going to be launching a group sabbatical coaching process, which we're really excited about. But I was just thinking about the email that I initially threw out to you and Chad, who's our core sabbatical coach. And I said, Hey, here's what I'm thinking. Um, here's an idea I got, but you know, Jonathan, I've gotten ideas and not all of them are good, but I'm just like, Hey, are we on the right track here? Um, here are the components. And sometimes I feel like I get like a download from God, but that, that doesn't mean um, that it's good. It doesn't mean that it's complete or ready to launch. And we have plenty of time. We're actually in the process of developing that. Uh, and, and so it gave you guys time to process it. So that's a good thing. While we generally think about some of the negative decisions we have to communicate, I think it's really good also to think about the positive. The positive could actually spin somebody negative if I don't have the context, here's why we've gotten here. Here's why this is an opportunity. Here's how I think we could do this. And here's when is the last thing we could be talking about this, this fall to be able to develop this and then to be able to launch this. So hopefully you trust me more at the end of that decision leader. Hopefully your team trusts you more at the end of that decision, that communication process. So really the decision hasn't been made is the best time to be able to begin communicating that friends. This takes a lot of discernment and we just want to leave this with, with this big D word here, discernment. This is huge. You do not graduate from this. I don't care how good your process is. You always have to have discernment. And the last thing to remember is that not everybody is going to react positively to your decision, whether it's a a new good thing that you're launching that could change lives, whether it's something good that you're ending um, that is painful and people will have to grieve. 
everybody fears change at some level. And we're inviting people into the change process. You could do this as discerning as you possibly can from context with clarity, and you could have negative reactions. You could have people leave your team, people check out emotionally. But friends, I believe we owe it to our teams, to those we're in relationship with, to communicate the best possible way. And this is one reason we are pushing against burnout toward health. Friends, when we are healthy, we can communicate proactively. The moment we head toward burnout, it is so tough to be able to gather the right energy and the right clarity to be able to share the things that need to be shared so that we can have the best possible outcome. We believe in team. We just did an episode a couple of podcasts ago on team. Go back and listen to team because that's what we want is a more tangible, practical, and ideally relational sense of team so that we are all pushing the mission forward together. Friends, we love you and we want to continue to bring you practical content here time to think through questions to be able to develop your answers because leadership is hard but friends if you're called to it we want to help you do it really well we just want to remind you that fall can be a great time for one-on-one coaching we have some group cohorts coming up that we're going to be sharing about the effective leader cohort starting here pretty soon we will catch you next week for another episode of stay forth leadership podcast <laughs>